welcome to Flights of Fantasy, your podcast book club. I'm Kim and I'm joined as always by my book besties, Christina and Anna. Hello! Hello! Hello. Guys, <laughs> this episode is going oh, yeah. to be such a fun one. Christina is joining us tonight as a commentator. I yes, I am an audience member as well. Yes. Here. She is. I'm we love the her role for as it. Listener. Yes. Um, yeah, I have not uh, read any new Kindle Unlimited books, mainly because of my newborn she's a, babe. A newborn child. <laughs> she's, she's a bit busy. <laughs> she's slightly <laughs> I'm a little at the moment. busy with my child and sleeping. That is a priority. But I'm so excited to be here and like hear you guys talk about these. Yes. Like, so we have already done one installment of our current KU reads. Anna and I yes. did it while Christina was out on maternity leave. And, yep. and it was such a fun one to listen to. It was such a fun one. But this one, you guys, I've been dying to talk to you about. First of all, I have 10 books on my list. Kim has a lot. Which is a lot, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go fast. And these aren't even all the ones I read. There were three or four that I was like, eh, they're good, not great. Can't make the cut. You have been killing it with these. I also I have, just like, had really good luck. The buildup. You've been like, I, oh, I have. have a book. I can't wait to turn this episode. I've been, hi- I've been I hyping know. it up. I feel like you just like, I feel like I kissed so many frogs. I have, <laughs> I know. I read 14 books. I think two of them I DNF'd, which is saying a lot for me. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't usually really DNF a book. tries to stick it out. I have, I think I have 10 or nine to talk about. And I'm going to be honest, most of them are like yeah this is this is fine it's this good, is good not great it's good okay. not great and then i have a few good to know. that i'm like yes definitely recommend yes. this one if you yeah. like xyz perfect totally okay, great. which i think is nice and so just as an overview i have all like psychological thrillers and rom-coms and then like one i'm saving it for last because it's the best um it's just <laughs> like a romance and then anna has a lot of fantasy i have Fantasy, dark fantasy. Listeners, you guys all requested dark romance. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I said what? no, and Anna really took one for the team. I because really took shit, one y'all. for the team, guys. No judgment, but like also a little bit of judgment because some of these... <laughs> I can't even get into like, like my list is so long that I can't even get into my mafia romances. I know. Or, or my mate, like faded mates, like shifter oh, romances. Oh man. I like, we're going to have to do another episode and another, dedicate all the one. time to the mafia. I know. And then my list just like keeps growing. One. Yeah. And we just keep getting so many good recommendations that our list just keeps growing. And so I purposely was like, no, I am knocking some of these out that we have been recommended so much. Yes. And guys, there's some really good ones out there. I feel like Kindle Unlimited kind of gets a bad rap sometimes. It's just steamy romances that are like terrible writing and it's just yeah. like porn, basically. I feel like it's like a it's like a TJ Maxx. Like you have to like look yes. through the things, but like Ooh, there's like some really good stuff in there. You That's know? a yeah. great allegory. I really, yeah. I really enjoy it. Thanks. It is like Good a TJ one, Maxx. Christina. And I had a very successful shopping trip this go round. I was going to say, and you had a great shopping trip, and Anna had like a, a recent. It had like an trip. okay one. I, I, but left, she... I left with some beauty products. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But Anna had some really good ones last time, and there's a couple fantasy ones that I've been dying to read. But guys, I'm going to be honest, like, since we're reading so much SJM, I'm yeah. just nervous to read a KU fantasy because I'm so picky with fantasy that I'm like, we're reading Throne totally. of Glass and Ride into Akatar. What could live Don't up worry. to recent? What? Kim, I'll take it for I'll take one for the team. Thank you, Anna. <laughs> Anna, I'm forcing Anna to read all the fantasy because I'm like, no, I can't do it. And like no, the dark listen, romance. It, listen, we need to stick to our strong suits because most of the ones I didn't like were these romantic, like contemporary romances yes. where I was just like, I can't get past this. Yes. Right. And Anna's, that's something Kim yeah, can get past. Yeah, bread and butter so, is you know, is like fantasy and I'm much more forgiving. Thresholds. We do, yeah. we do. Yeah. And I like because we all bring something different to the table. Okay. Look at us. <laughs> thought not me <laughs> um okay i'm gonna get started by great oh my god i'm so excited i'm <laughs> just, like, just 
Okay. Your hand motions are going to be excited. friend of the podcast, Nicole. Hello, Nicole. Again, (laughs) we read both of these kind of like together or I basically like forced. I was like, you must read these. And she did and had equal reactions to me. Oh, wait. This is the one she told me about at the wedding that I just saw her at. Yeah. With the really bad covers. Terrible covers. Yes. Terrible covers. So, okay. So I'm going to start with, it's called the Mindfuck series and it's by, I think it's S.T. Abby, but it's a pen name. She actually has several different pen names for different genres of books so like if she writes like she calls like her dark kind of fucked up books is st abby and then she has like other genres that she wrote but sadly she did pass away last year which is which is really unfortunate because oh really yeah i doesn't say why i don't know if it was covid or whatever but there was an author's or there was a note in the end of the last book that she had passed away but i will admit that the covers are not good and we've got i've gotten several messages from listeners being like i've always wanted to read this series but like i cannot get past the covers and i'm like i agree (laughs) they really did her a disservice (laughs) because they're they're just not good but ignore the shell and just focus on the inside because the inside (laughs) is fucking bananas literally my note is oh sweet baby jesus this was fucking insanity to the next level that's my note about this book Oh my god, I love it! That's my note. So if you haven't heard of this series, it's basically the (laughs) premise is a female Dexter falls in love with an FBI agent whose sole job is profiling and targeting serial killers. Oh my god. Okay. What could go wrong? Uh, What could go wrong? Our main characters are Lana and Logan who fall in love, but little does Logan know that Lana is systematically hunting down, torturing, and killing men who have wronged her in the past. Just as like a side hobby, you know? Some of us read, some of us knit, some of us torture and kill terrible men. Some of us knit. You know, we all have, as Anna said, different spice for different slice of life. Different spice (laughs) for a different slice of life. And Lana's spice is torturing and killing men. And listen, I know I, when I'm what I'm saying right now, you're like, I don't agree with this. You're wrong. You will. You will. So basically something horrible was done to her family when she was a teenager. And she lived in this very small, very religious town. Okay. And the entire town covered for the boys that did it. Oh, no. Oh. And so she is on a revenge mission and she's not going to stop until every single person that not only did it, but knew about it and covered it up is dead. Okay. And got I it, will admit okay. this story is dark and fucked up and twisted and graphic. I started to write out trigger warnings and then I literally was just like, all the triggers. Just go look them up. Yeah. Just go yeah. look them up. It is very dark. I typically don't like that, but I want to, it's important to note that the relationship between the two main characters is not dark and twisted at all. Okay. Like it's got very it. sweet. It's, ve- I mean, as sweet as it, you know, he has no idea. He just thinks she's this right. like really sweet girl and you know she tells him she runs this online ebay kind of store basically which she does but she's busy doing other stuff too and so there's nothing graphic or like twisted about their relationship but it's this great dichotomy of they're falling in love and she's falling in love with him but she's like how can i be in love with somebody i'm also busy torturing men (laughs) like she's killing men in real time and he's finding the bodies and they're trying to figure out of course they think it's a man because they think no woman could ever be be this <gasps> messed up oh and i'm like mm-hmm. and so you know <laughs> like the whole time you're like mm-hmm. yeah exactly uh-huh. i will wow. say like th- so that you flash back over the, the course so it's five novellas the oh, longest one is like 150 pages so they're short they're really they're, short. they're very short and they all end on a cliffhanger where you have to pick up the next one literally like mic drop like dun 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 (laughs) i yo i read these five books in two and a half days let me just put that in perspective for you (laughs) i could not 
stop reading these books. Oh and you flash back and forth in time between what happened to her that night and then her in the present day. Like and her, I will yeah. tell you that the flashbacks are very graphic. Okay. What was done to her and her brother was really hard to read at times. Okay. And there were times where I was like, this kind of makes me sick to my stomach. So know that going in, you could always yeah. like skip over that part, but it is important because you root for her. You want her to yeah. kill these men because they're horrible. What they did was truly some of the most horrific things I've ever heard in my entire life. And so then it justifies the behavior if you're watching her torture right. and kill people and you're like, well, that makes sense because, or not makes sense, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, no, yeah. you're like, you're rooting for her and you're like, this is fucked up. Like I'm rooting for a murderer, but then you're like, hell yeah, girl, you tortured you him. You do it, yeah. She was tortured so badly that she's had to have reconstructive surgery. And oh, so none God. of the guys recognize mm. her at first. <gasps> And oh when God. they figure out it's her, they're like, no, you're dead. You're you're dead. And she's like, yeah, I'm not. Ready to play? Whoa. It is so good, you guys. And I've oh gotten God. so many people to read it. And we've gotten messages being like, yes. oh my God, I just read these. These are insane. I'm so glad I looked beyond the covers and read them because they are yes. So insane. I've just never read anything like this before. And it was so well done. And the romance is really, it sounds weird to say that it's sweet. They are just giddy over each other. He, they are just, oh my God. They, there's some spice. There's good steam. They have sex all the time. And then she goes off and tortures and kills men. And, and then you know, she goes and does her thing. But you know, I am But that's okay. Them. Yeah. I would read the first one. See You're going to know right you. away yeah. if it's for you or not. And I just really don't think you'll regret it. And again, they're so short. Like, yeah, they're literally, say, they're some so of them short. are like yeah. 100 pages. Like, hundred. they range between like 100 to 150 pages. So you can read totally. them in a couple hours. And I just had a hell of a time reading it. Oh, well, I really, I mean, I've heard you talk You talk about it. Nikki talk about it. Like, I, I, the only reason I didn't read it was because I knew that you'd finish the series. And I was like, yeah. okay, well, Kim's got this one covered. <laughs> and I really want you to read. I think you're gonna be like oh my god like I <laughs> listen I've I need seen Jesus it all I need therapy like I need help but it's just so I've never I've just never read anything like it like in a good in a good way I thought that's it was so very... great and it feels like I don't know achievable like little novellas like yes oh, just read exactly one, yeah. like in a day or two truly yeah, I read the first one in a couple of hours that's so great. again yeah I agree Christina it's good if you don't have a lot of time right now to read yeah. but you want to like pop back in yeah and they read really fast so after that I was like I want to continue on this roller coaster on this psychological roller coaster uh-huh uh-huh i picked up a book called perfect strangers by jt geisinger is i yes. believe how you pronounce her last name okay. and i also convinced nicole friend of the podcast nicole <laughs> to read this with me and she did and she was like holy shit kim <laughs> On the surface, you think it's like contemporary romance, but it's a suspense rom-com. Okay. And it's about this author, Olivia, who is in France to hopefully get over her writer's walk because her daughter, young daughter, tragically died and she hasn't been able to write in a couple of years. And her mm -hmm. okay. her agent was like, listen, you kind of need to write something. So yeah. here's my apartment in Paris. Just go and casual. live in Paris for the summer. Casual. <laughs> like we all have friends like that, right? Right. Totes. And her agent's like, go be inspired by Paris, but you, you need to write something early you know and she's divorced from her okay. daughter's dad and so she's in Paris and she meets this very handsome enigmatic man named James <gasps> and they start Hello, a very James. passionate love affair mm, okay but they don't want to know she's like I don't want to know anything about you I'm only here for the summer I, I'm not in a place where I want to be involved with anybody I just want to sleep together and just have this torrid affair in Paris okay which like kind of sounds great to me yeah so they just are on this affair but the more time they spend together the more Olivia 
begins to realize her summer fling is turning into a powerful connection and that okay. the man she's falling in love with might not be what he seems. Oh. Uh-huh. Mm. And you think it's going one way. And yeah. it, Anna, when I tell you, you will never guess this twist. <laughs> Detective Anna? She'll never, ever, ever. <laughs> no, I don't think I will. So here's the thing is I actually started Pen Pal yes. by her. Yes. Okay. So okay. I, I I put it aside because I had just been reading too many contemporary romances and I needed a break. Yeah. And I got like halfway through it and I was like, okay, this is, I think my brain is just not functioning because everybody, it was all over book talk. It's, yeah. you loved Perfect Stranger. So I was like, yes. I'm going to give Pen Pal a try. It was different. Yeah. Yes, it is different. And I think, I think Perfect Strangers and Pen Pal, she writes a very specific way. She does. And I want to go back and read them. I just needed to like change my, I needed a palette cleanser totally so I put it aside I totally get that and I it is it is different but it's good writing it's it's good writing but I will tell you if you're after like a very traditional happily ever after you might not like it maybe not for you maybe not yeah pen pal definitely not I am typically that way as well but yeah just hold on stay with me Mm -hmm. I really think it's worth it yeah I think it's a really unique story it's one of those books where like you just need to go in suspend your disbelief and like buckle up and just love it just be along for the ride but it is buckle up so I've seen like videos of people reacting to kind of the big twist and it is hysterical it's like house of sky and breath because it's just like everyone's like what oh my god what what what? Like, and Nicole was like, when she got to it, she was like, are you fucking kidding me, Kim? Are you fucking I love kidding that. me, I love that. And then like later on, she was like, okay, Kim, I was I was a little angry at you there. And I was like, I, she goes, I had to trust that you wouldn't steer me wrong. And I was like, I would never steer you wrong. No. But it is so, it's like a psychological thriller romance, which I don't I love that. read a lot of. I was going to say, I feel like that's a different genre for me too. And I, I'm into it. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So my last kind of psychological thriller is called The Arrangement by Kirsten Modglin. I believe is how you pronounce her last name. And... My note is, holy shitballs, this was quite frankly bananas. Quite frankly, bananas. (laughs) frankly. So this story is about Ainsley and Peter, and they are a middle-aged couple with three teenage kids living a perfectly boring, normal suburban life. They haven't really been happy for a while, so Ainsley brings up the idea of having an open marriage, dating other people to kind of bring the spice back into their marriage. They come up with a set of rules, they download the dating apps, and they kind of get started. But quickly, things start going off the rails when a man that Ainsley goes on a date with starts harassing and stalking her. They oh, used no. fake names, but he found out her real name and finds out where she lives and shows oh, up no. at her house and is banging on the door, screaming, Uh-oh. insisting on oh, seeing not her. Good. So like shit hits the fan. From there, it just goes off the rails and like never lets up. There is plot twist after plot twist after plot twist. I read it last night. I finished it last night at like 1230 and I could oh, wow. not put this book down. I will say if you've read a lot of psychological thrillers, I think by the end of it, you're kind of going to be like, okay, this is like the fifth reveal and this is like a little bit insane yeah but at that point I was like I just want to know what happens at that point you're in you're in again this is kind of one of those I think a lot of these like you just kind of gotta temper your expectations and like suspend disbelief a little bit yeah Yeah. this is apparently a series and I do want to continue on but I'm going to give myself a break because that was it was a lot lot. and I can't they're really gonna go with the story after this but this was a really good psychological thriller I really enjoyed it I thought it was very entertaining the last one I want to mention is called The Housemaid by Frida McGadden, which is also a psychological suspense thriller. This one is very 
very similar to The Last Mrs. Parrish. Okay. Which is a very popular psychological thriller. It's not on Kindle Unlimited, but I did want to mention it okay. because if you've read that one, you don't need to read this one. Like it's very similar. Yeah. Oh. Really quickly, just elevator pitch. This is about down on her luck Millie, who is desperate for a job so she can stop living in her car. She agrees to be a live-in maid for a wealthy family, the Winchesters. From the outside, they seem like the perfect family, a gorgeous mansion, a handsome husband and wife, precious little girl. Millie is thrilled for the opportunity, but right away, things start to kind of seem off. Mm -hmm. The wife, Nina, seems to trash the house every day just for Millie to like oh. clean it up. Their daughter, Cecilia, is psychotically spoiled. And her husband, Andrew, is dealing with Nina as she's very erratic and demanding. And she clearly, the wife has a lot of issues. Yeah. And Millie becomes very drawn to Andrew and starts oh, to really no. sympathize with him oh, no. for everything <laughs> that he has to put up with. And Nina, the wife, starts becoming more and more unhinged as she kind of suspects that there are uh -oh. feelings. And this was a very fun and fast read that kept me on my toes. But again, if you read The Last Mrs. Parrish, you don't need to read this one. But if you haven't, this one is on KU. I think it's a good suspense thriller. Like fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it and I thought it yeah. was a fun read. So those are my kind of psychological great. thriller suspense reads. Those all sound great. Anna, do you want to go into your fantasy picks? I, I yeah. you know what? I think just so that in case we have listeners who just want to listen to contemporary, like read contemporary, darker, I'll just tag on. I only have two darker contemporary romances and then I okay. can do my fantasy. Okay, cool. Just so that if people are listening and they don't want fantasy, they can just keep going straight through. Okay, so the first one I read, I have two. Okay. There are some more, but like I said, I kissed a lot of frogs. Kissed a lot of those frogs. I didn't want to like leave you guys hanging. I liked these, but they are not, I, I'll probably go back and finish the series, but I, I'm not like jumping at the gun of that. But I did read yeah. like, I read the first like two or three of each of these. Okay. And then I just oh, like, okay, wow. I need a break. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so the first one I want to talk about is called Crowned Crows. Um, the okay. first book in the series is Thorn Point and it's by Veronica Eden. Okay. Um, this is like trust fund babies, silver spoons in their mouths. You are, mm -hmm. this is, a, okay, listeners, and these two books, I'm, these two series I'm going to talk about, just look up trigger warnings. I'm not going to go through them all. Each of the crowned crows is kind of a standalone, but not really. Okay. Because they each follow one of the four major guys, I should okay. say. But mm -hmm. they all build upon each other. And there's a bigger overall arcing plot that happens. But okay. each one is its own subplot, if that makes sense. Got okay. it. That makes sense. They're all alpha holes but mm -hmm. different some are like very dominating some are just like more goofy and like yeah but the first one is definitely like your typical alpha hole okay and then there's the girl it takes place on university campus they are hot shit private mm -hmm. security run an underground club oh. like i don't know what kind of college uh -huh. this is yeah. but... this was not at my college <laughs> this was not at my Maybe college it was. i don't know but i don't think so <laughs> we were invited yeah <laughs> we were not we did get the invite so the first book follows Rowan and Wren. Rowan. I like those names. Rowan and Wren. Yeah. Rowan enrolls in Thorn Point Academy because she's trying to be close with her brother, but her brother is gone missing and he's a journalist. Oh. oh. So she, she, like, nobody believes her. The cops are, like, the cops kind of come off as, like, dirty cops. Like, they are being bought off by somebody. Uh -huh. And nobody is, like, willing to help her find her brother. She's lost her father and her mother. I, it's just kind of, like, not in the picture. I mean, she's in the picture, but, like, she's kind of, 
don't understand their relationship. But anyways. Yeah. It's, yeah. They have a complicated relationship. Yeah, it's complicated. Yeah. So then you have Ren, who is the first guy that we're going to follow in the Ground Crows yeah. crew. And he's like dark and twisty, touch her and I'll unalive you, that yes, type of yes. vibe. Yeah. And okay. she basically signs up. They, every like semester or year, they get a, basically a girl like volunteers to be like their arm candy. Yes. Oh, <laughs> and interesting. It's like this, okay. yeah. So she somehow gets in there and does it so that he, she, because she knows they have like unlimited resources. And she's like, oh. I need you to help me find my brother. Something yes. is not right. Okay. So Got that's it. the premise. And that then there is a lot more going on below the surface. Uh-huh. This sounds, I like this. Yeah. yeah this but check your trigger warnings. I believe the second one was especially dark. Okay. Um, that one had some selling girls off. Okay. Prostitution, like, you hey. know, that kind of thing. But like, it's, it's not, this not great. No. world that's it's yeah it's dark and twisty not my thing so that's, um, that's crowned crows okay but that's like steamy like are we thinking like is it dark like steaminess it's definitely steamy but it's also has it's just like a darker overall World. thematic got it. Yeah. Okay. got it that's crowned crows by veronica eden the okay. other one i read was four horsemen by sarah bailey oh i've heard of um, this one the first one is called carnage i've seen this on my violent okay so there's a couple four horsemen out there and i don't know if so this one is there's four guys and each book is like based off of kind of one of the four horsemen right, like right. mythology or whatever oh okay got so it. you've got drake francis west and i don't love the name francis and be honest with you right <laughs> off the bat don't no nope. it's not turning me on <laughs> oh francis <laughs> francis <laughs> <laughs> so this is reverse harem oh keep okay. that in mind listeners if that's not your thing just skip along so all the horsemen are like in all in it's it. male 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 female female right? oh wow okay four okay. men one woman got it does she like the name francis <laughs> yeah does she like francis does she like the name francis does she seem into him yes so here's the thing they each have their own like literally each each one of them has their own kink thing so oh okay. like so i said there is a spice for every slice of life and this book has it so okay, okay. if you want your it. bondage if you want your like oh, praise. Are there if tentacles? You want your... There are no tentacles. <laughs> okay. But just... there are toys. Okay. Okay. So like more realistic kicks okay. than yes, tentacles. Yes. More realistic. realistic. Got it. Got but, it. So but still these guys four of them at one could feel like a sexy octopus. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yes, it does. Because she's blindfolded and who knows what's who knows going on. What's going in where and what's happening oh god but no but wait actually realistic question are do we have sex scenes with her and all of them at the same time like is it like like a like a group threesome quadruple oh yes there's a room there's like a red room if you've read 50 shades oh god it's not just like she goes to the room with one of them at a time it's all um well no like she like okay so let me get to the premise hold (laughs) on i'm sorry go ahead (laughs) christine and i have a lot of questions (laughs) so the four guys who are like known as the four horsemen they basically came up from nothing like dirt it takes place in england um they were dirt poor they came up and their entire their entire premise of their like whole company was basically to to get revenge like they've been building themselves up they are millionaires multi-millionaires billionaires it opens with this girl scarlet coming to interview for them which has all been part of their plan oh they're four best friends but there used to be a fifth and her name was scarlet scarlet had a very horrible accident and doesn't remember them (laughs) wait what this is scarlet the same scarlet yes so basically without giving anything away there was and which is the reason i kept reading them was because it hooked me in because i wanted to know what happened yeah it's a 
mystery. This so is basically, not the Four Horsemen book I read. This I read. No, no, there's a there's a whole book. other one, Christina. I know which one you're talking okay. about. So basically, something happened in their past that was obviously a turning point, and Scarlet was taken away from them after the accident oh. and raised. And as she says, she has very overbearing like parents. Uh huh. She's basically lived on a compound her entire since the accident, and she doesn't remember anything before the accident. She was like 16 or something, or 16 somewhere in high school age. Wow. wow. She doesn't remember anything before that. Um, huh. And she was raised on this compound, basically. Like a very wealthy estate. Okay. And this was her one chance to be free was to go interview at this job. And her whole point of being there is because they, the four horsemen, are the enemy of the people who raised her on the compound. And so oh, she's supposed to be layers. a spy. Oh. But they are like, you're our Scarlet. You belong with us. Yeah. And they're trying yeah, yeah, to yeah, like yeah. crack her memory. They go about it in some I very... I have um, so many questions that I... No, will be spoilers. Like this so is this is them. where like I say check the trigger warnings because some of this is it's like dubious consent and sometimes Okay. The tactics they use are like, hello, what are you doing? Yeah. But I am so, but I was like, I want to know what happened. Yeah. I want to know what happened that night. They all allude to it. They all have a different POV on like what happened that night or, and you don't really find out that you find out like certain truths at the end of book one and another truth at the end of book two. Yes. And it keeps going. And so I haven't finished the book. Yeah. So I'm hooked, but I haven't finished. So you don't know know what happened to Scarlet? I don't know what happened. What? Oh my God. I was about to ask you and be like, cut it. Just let me know though. Like, just yeah. spoil it. But, <laughs> like, oh my just God. Just tell us what happened it. to Scarlet. Okay, well now you need to report back. That one was, I, but I am telling you guys, it is, it's dark. It's dark okay. in a lot of different ways. Okay. So, okay. sorry, check the trigger warnings before you read it. Okay, got it. Got it. Okay, so what's next? Okay, so let's dive into some fantasy. Yay! Oh, fantasy! Yes. So <laughs> I've got some darker fantasy and then I just got some like good old fashioned, normal, normal fantasy. So which one do we want to start with? Dark and twisty, dark and twisty. Yeah, dark and twisty. twisty. (laughs) You know we love it. You know, we love it. Okay. So dark and twisty it is. Okay. Okay. So the first one I am going to recommend is Court of the Vampire Queen by Katie Roberts. Now, listeners, Katie Roberts is a big author in like- I've heard of her. Yes. She wrote Neon Gods. Neon um, Gods. Yeah. But none of those are on Kindle Unlimited. This one is. Okay. Got it. Okay. I've read her non-Kindle Unlimited books and I think they're better because they're more full length. Okay. So The Court of the Vampire Queen is actually a bind up of, I think, four short books. Like they're each 120 to 150 pages. So like some novellas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's funny because each time like a section finishes and the next one starts, there's like this little like recap and you're like, I know I just finished. I just, (laughs) we were just here. I don't need the recap. Thank you. Just did it. But I will say this one. For me, if you want straight up like vampire sexy smuttiness, yeah. then this is like okay. a four and a half out of five spice. Okay. okay. If you're here for the plot, it's like two. Okay. 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 Got it. But you know, that's okay. sometimes you're not there for the plot. Let's be real. I know. Right. This Let's is like honest. 400 pages. It was really kind of like quick to get through, but I found myself kind of skimming. Okay. I wanted to get like some vamp. I feel like I don't do enough paranormal. A lot of ours are just like yeah. more fantasy, like fae based. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this one is reverse harem again. Oh, and it's male, yeah. male, male, female. Male, Let male, me male. tell you, guys, I t- you asked and I'm I didn't deliver. Yes, Anna took one for the team on, on this so, one for sure. She, and I, she I dug through that TJ Maxx. She <laughs> did. And she said, no, I will find a treasure. I will. I will find a treasure. And I, I have. I did find some, but we're not there yet. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> so this one, it's basically like there's a she's a half vampire. Or so you think. Oh. <laughs> 
And she basically, her father drops her off. He's like the vamp, a blood lord of a, there's all these different like bloodlines of vampires, like purebred okay. vampires versus like maid vampires, yeah. I guess. Okay. I don't know. The world building isn't great. Anyways, okay. Okay. so That's Nina's we dropped off at like this guy named this uh, vampire, this pure blood vampire, Malachi. Mm-hmm. And he's, she's basically food. And her whole oh. job is to be like, is to feed him and then also to get knocked up. Because if she gets knocked up, then her father can control part of his bloodline. Like every bloodline has like a special power. Oh. Malachi has fire. Her father can like control people with his, just like the, his voice basically. Okay. 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 Got it. There is like other bloodlines that can shift other ones like can control you with like blood basically if they like taste your blood or like they like can like flick their blood i don't know anyways something with blood got it yeah something with blood and <laughs> basically okay. quickly you realize oh mina is not all that she appears to be her blood tastes different <laughs> she's oh. just yeah so something else is going on with her i guess i won't spoil it but yeah. I'm not, i won't spoil it okay okay so but then it all times. yes and basically she ends up kind of being like bonded with these three other vampires and and they all want to knock her up. Oh. And so there's the pregnancy trope, like that whole thing. Yes, that is a thing. Not yeah. trope, that kink or kink. whatever. Pregnancy kink, yeah. Breeding kink. Yeah, so that's basically the whole plot is, and this is the this is why I say the plot is so funny and it's just like everything is wrapped up in sex. Like they need to break a curse and the only way to break the curse to get enough power to break the curse is to have sex because that gives her power. And it's just that kind of thing where I'm reading it and I'm going, what is happening? Did a man write this? Because yes, that sounds like, like something a man would come up with. Like, you know what we need to do? Have Katie, sex. Everybody loves you know Neon Gods. I was like, this is so... Her other books are just much better, much but they're better. not Kindle Unlimited. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So right. if you want like a vampire reverse harem... Sexy. Lots of smut. This book is for you. Great. I okay. read it with that mentality and I was like, okay, this hits those boxes. Sure. But now I need something good. Like I need yes. something with yes. a story. Yes. Okay. That brings us to The Vicious Lost Boys. Okay. Which Ooh. is another series that is written by... That's a fun title. That is a fun title. Yes. So Vicious Lost Boys by Nikki St. Crow. Okay. Love that name. This one, it has a better plot line. It also okay. has a lot of steam. Okay. Check the trigger warnings. Okay. It is again reverse harem, but this one didn't bother me. Okay. Not that not that reverse harem bothered me all that much, but this one I thought was just done better. Really well done. Yeah. Yeah. And this one doesn't have too much group stuff. Like there might be some voyeurism, but it's more individual, I guess. Okay. It's basically a really dark retelling of Peter Pan, but not at all. Like just oh. take everything you think about Peter Pan and throw it out the window. <laughs> Got it. No, noted. So the Lost Boys Peter ain't Pan, so little. No. <laughs> and they're not sweet. Oh. They not are. sweet. Got it. Yes. Got so it. basically, um, Peter Pan has lost his shadow. He doesn't know where it is. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Like, there's act- we're actually in Peter yes, Pan. Yes, this is actually, I'm like, sorry. I thought we are like, in. Oh, loosely based. Like, no, no, no. We are in Peter Neverland. Pan. Oh, and okay. Got it. Okay. For, like, hundreds of years, every, I forget, every time a new darling female turns 18, Peter Pan shows up and takes her. And oh. because oh. Wendy Darling, the original Wendy yeah. Darling, has yeah. something to do with his shadow thing missing and we don't know you know how it all plays together i'm not gonna ruin it okay so basically this winnie is the main girl and she's been brought up by her mother who is crazy and she's crazy because she went to neverland when she was 18 and was traumatized and then came home and basically has like she's kind of in a way she i'm I'm sure in her head she's like trying to protect winnie Uh but she's done a lot of psychological and like physical damage she's like taken her all over the world to shamans and done all these things to help protect her so that she doesn't get taken to Peter Pan, but 
in ways that are like abusive yeah like forceful at that yeah so anyway so Winnie has like has a very broken relationship with her mother and sure enough Peter Pan shows up on her 18th birthday and he's like let's go and takes her to Neverland and there are there's like three main lost boys two of them are Faye interesting and then there's one there's a guy called Vane who is also known as like the dark one sort of there it is dark and twisty and things are dark and twisty Peter Pan yes but like I wanted (laughs) to know what was going to happen so I I read the first two I haven't finished the series because I think the when I started it the third one wasn't out yet I actually started these a couple months ago how interesting okay it is interesting there was a couple scenes where I that I were not for me personally Uh okay but I just kind of skimmed over those really fast some steam scene like some some sexual things yeah yeah, like some sexual stuff where I was like "Mm, this isn't for me but there is spice for every slice of life for someone else yes that is our motto for this episode yes (laughs) our motto okay i'm gonna take a break and then i'll do my normal fantasy after kim gets perfect okay Okay, so so i am gonna do i'll do my rom-coms and then after anna goes i will end with my favorite one that i read that i don't even know what you would describe it as but I'll tag okay. on, um, if you're doing rom-coms, I'll tag on uh, Royally, Not Ready and Charmed. Oh, yes. Perfect. Okay. So the first one I want to talk about is called Reluctantly Yours by Aaron Hawkins. And this book is like the hating game mixed with a not so meet cute by Megan Quinn, mm. which Anna and I read and really liked. Yes. Um, All over my Kindle. Yeah. Yes. Super cute. This is like a workplace, you know, romance, kind of like The Hating Love Game, that. but with a lot more steam and spice. <gasps> oh my God, that's what The Hating Game was missing. Exactly. <laughs> so this book features Bennett and Chloe, and Chloe works at Barrett's mom's publishing company. Barrett doesn't okay. work there, but his mom owns this really famous, well-to-do publishing company. He owns okay. his own business. And he is like a ruthless businessman, and he needs to seem more relatable to close a deal. <gasps> Anna, does that sound familiar to you? Yes. <laughs> um, and so Chloe is his mom's assistant. And okay. so he finds her in kind of like a compromising situation. She kind of mm-hmm. does something that she's not really supposed to be doing. Okay. And instead of telling his mom, he gets her to agree to be his fake girlfriend so that <gasps> he can close this deal. Oh my God. And I love he this. basically is like, you either be my girlfriend or I'm going to tell my mom and you're going to get fired. And she's like, well, I can't afford that. It's in New York City and she lives in like a hole. Yeah. And he's like, nope, you're going to come live with me in my Upper East Side mansion. Oh and my God. Like they play, it's not called Wordle but this was clearly back when like remember Wordle was like a really big yeah, deal oh, yeah, and yeah. I still play Wordle yes yeah, okay so that's not right. I'm, not, I'm not saying like it's not a big deal but god Kim sorry I'm sorry I'm just kidding <laughs> Just kidding. Play that and like banter with each other. And we just love a fake dating trope. So this does feel yes. a little bit similar yes, to a do. Not So Me Cute, but it doesn't have those like hilarious situations that they get into mm-hmm. in that book. Yeah. This was like the perfect grumpy sunshine rom-com, but oh, very spicy and steamy <gasps> with lots of good like sexual tension, which we love. Oh my it. gosh. I'm so here for this one. It's this is so, so good. There's also a really, she adopts a dog. <laughs> And he's like, I'm adopting a dog. He's coming home with us. And Barrett's like, absolutely not. And she's like, "Mm, absolutely yes. Absolutely yes. But he's not. I just personally don't love like a super assholey guy. Like he can be grumpy, but I don't want him to be like mean. And Barrett was not mean. Like he's grumpy and gruff, but he's never like mean to her, which I really Mm -hmm. personally like. He's very sweet to her. That's really, yeah, important. Yeah. 
I agree. And it was just really, it was like a perfect spicy rom-com. Yes. Yeah. It was so sweet. It was so cute. It was very hot. Like there's <laughs> very what? hot. Absolutely loved it. Again, if you like the hating game, if you like a not so me cute, I think you would really, really like this one. What's it called? Okay. Say it's it called Reluctantly Yours by Aaron Hawkins. Reluctantly Yours. Love reluctantly it. Okay. Yours because he's reluctantly hers. <laughs> so the next one is called, oh, I'm so excited about this one. This one is called By a Thread by Lucy Score. Now, if that author sounds familiar, it's yeah. because she wrote this viral TikTok book, Things We Never Got Over, the blue cover yes. with oh, the yeah. daisies with the that you've seen yeah. everywhere. I read that and thought it was good, not great. I liked this one so much more. And one of our listeners actually told me to read this one Okay. after I read Things We Never Got Over. And I was like, I liked it. But she was like, read this one. This one is really fun. I will say it is like a blatant ripoff of The Devil Wears Prada. Like the workplace is oh, really? The Devil Wears uh, Prada. You know what? I don't even care. I'm so And I was like, like, Christina like... will be all <laughs> over this. Like I'm talking the Miranda Priestly character, oh, but she's- Sign me up. But she's nice. Okay. So this is about Dominic and Allie. And Allie, Dominic gets Allie fired from her pizza place job. And oh, Dominic's mom okay. feels really bad because her son is an asshole. And she's like, I'm so sorry. Come work for me at my at my magazine. And she's like, mm-hmm. um, okay. Because she's working sure. like five jobs. She's down on her luck. Her family has fallen on really hard times. Her dad has like late stage dementia and has to live in this oh. really, um, well, she wants to put him in like the nicest assisted living facility. Sure. And it's very expensive. So she's working like five part-time jobs. Oh, and so this is thing. like a golden ticket. She's like, absolutely, yeah. I will come work for you. And she shows up and Dominic is like, what the fuck is she doing here? Like, absolutely <laughs> not. She is not. She mouths off to me like she gave me attitude and oh, not want her working here yeah. and her the mom is like I don't care whatever so like she is Miranda Priestly but like nice nicer nice yes got it the head of the she's magazine she's a boss bitch but she's nice. a exactly she's a boss yeah. bitch like she's a very strong woman but she's kind and not like I mean people are intimidated by her but in like a she's sure. the boss yes. kind of way yeah. so Dominic immediately is like I'm no you're quitting like we're not doing this and Allie's like mm, watch me and everyone like fawns <laughs> over Dominic he's very grumpy but again like not an asshole but just more like gruff and grumpy yes and so he like immediately starts falling for her like they have this like I hate you but I don't hate you yeah these interactions where they're like very charged very loaded and he's like what the hell is going on I don't even like this girl but like my body is like reacting to her yeah but do I yeah but do I and she's like, what is going on? Like, he's giving me all these mixed signals. Like, he wants, tells me he wants me to quit, but then, like, backs me up against a wall and is, like, all up in my space. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, heavy breathing. And you oh, know how that goes. Breathing. We love it. Um, <laughs> so, basically, they kind of, like, get into this thing where he's, like, okay. they can't date because there's a clause at the magazine that's, like, you mm-hmm. can't date, you know, you're right. whatever. Right. And he's above her, obviously. And so, anyways, he's, like, right. you should quit so we can fuck. And she's, like... <laughs> No, absolutely not. Like, I need this job. And he's like, well, I'll just pay for your dad's. Like, he's like, I'll just pay for everything. And she's like, yeah. Which I love. She was like, fuck no. Like, you're not doing that. Like, absolutely not. This is my problem. Like, you're not just going to buy me off. And he's like, I don't see the problem. I have all this money. Anyways, I just, she's so feisty. I freaking love her. I will say there were some instances where I felt like he kind of abused his position of power a little bit to like put her in situations where she would have to be around him after she kind of made it clear 
clear, like, I don't want to be around you. Like, let's yeah. take some space. Sure. He was kind of like, no. And would just, like, assign her to, like, another person to where she had to be around Dominic all the time. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. And I didn't right. love that. I was Problematic. Like, but like, I don't yeah. love that, but I moved past it. The author describes this as a steamy, swoony workplace romantic comedy with a grumpy boss hero determined to save the day and a plucky heroine who is starting to wonder if there might actually be a beating heart beneath her boss's sexy vest. She's like a thing for the vest. Um, <laughs> the vest? Yes. Oh, a sexy vest. So I will say like, it is a blatant ripoff of the Devil Wears product. Like there's a really sassy, gay, like editorial assistant who's like, gird your loins. Like, I'm talking like, he goes into oh the God. closet and he's pulling stuff for her because he's like, you cannot work in you a can't magazine. You can't wear this. Dress like that. So he's yeah. pulling all these oh designer clothes for her. And but it also is, like so fun. Like I'm, so fun. I'm okay. It's so I know fun. this sounds really like, like, like a good, it is yeah. so good. I like this. This might so be a good palette cleanser for me. And I, I think you would like this. Like I think yeah. it's not. I mean, of course, there's like there's really not that much miscommunication. It's mostly just kind of her being like, you're not just gonna ramrod me into right. like paying mm-hmm. for everything. This, yeah. And he's like, mm, but I am. So there is like, of course, that third act like miscommunication. Like he's an asshole to her. They and all have that. All of yeah. his friends yeah. are immediately like, what? What are you doing? What are you like, doing? You're an idiot. Yeah. So there's that. But it didn't bother me as much. And I just thought this was really well done. I liked it a lot more than things we never got over. So okay. listeners, if you read that book and you were like, eh, mm, it's okay. It was very cheesy and cringy. I thought this was much better. I liked better. it a lot more. I just am a sucker for a workplace. I don't know. I just love a workplace yeah. romance. It's just fun. You know, yeah. I'm here for it. Sunshiny, grumpy workplace. Sunshiny, yes. grumpy. And it's like the steam was really good. Like I was going to ask about the steam. Okay. Okay. Very good steam I will tell you that much um very sexy well, I like, love that they don't want to want each other but they do and I oh, just I, love that. Like, I just love that there's something about it yes the elevators going on yeah. yes like walking into his office and it, I mean it's a whole thing it was yes so so good um okay my next one you guys okay we need to enter into a judgment-free zone okay okay what I'm about to enter. tell you enter <laughs> You, please don't judge me. Listen, okay? you guys heard what I read, so come on. Well, okay, but I knew what I was getting into here. And um, my next book is... Okay, okay, just hold on. Okay, put yourself... Now, we are too old for One Direction, but we were not too <laughs> oh, old. It's Hold on. What is going on? <laughs> judge your friends out, ladies. Judge your friends out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, okay. This okay. book is called The Idea of You by Robin Lee. Okay. And my first line is, I'm just going to call this what it is. A smutty, steamy Harry Styles fan fiction about <laughs> a hot mom who takes her teenage daughters and her friends to, it's not called One Direction, but a One Direction concert and catches the eye of not Harry Styles, but Harry Styles. Okay. Oh like, Harry God, Styles, what? like, at 20. He's, 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 he's legal. Okay. I. He's 20. He's twenty. Well, he's, she's yeah. how old? Thir- is, so it's so. This she's, is an age she's 39. gap. She's thirty nine. She's thirty nine. Yes, it's an <laughs> okay. age gap. Here for a cougar. But Here she's for a cougar. but she's like hot and French, so she's like you know ageless and so like. So she's pretty much like twenty two. We're going to be yeah. thirty nine in like six years. So. Okay, and I don't need that kind of negativity. <laughs> okay, I don't need. No, that. I'm saying like we're hot. And like, listen, I'm just going to say that haven't we all like maybe been like, wow, that would be like kind of fun to like di- not not One Direction, but like In Sync or Backstreet Boys. Like, did we not all think we were married oh, to absolutely. Justin Timberlake and Nick Carter? Did I fight over them with my best friends in yes. like, middle school? Yes. Of course I did. Did of I think course. that was real? Yes. Yeah, yes, our love for them was real. Okay, it was. Okay. <laughs> 
This sounds really fun. Okay, listen. I I know the premise sounds crazy, but no, it, it is actually fun. like a really sweet <laughs> romance story. <laughs> I mean, like it's not marketed as a fan fiction, but like it, it is. That's it is. what it is. Because like the it's like his name is Hayes Campbell, and he's British okay. and in a boy band with like four other guys, and oh they're my like God. world fan. Like it's One Direction. She falls in love with this like rock star, and it's this fun, steamy. They have sex all over the world. He flies her to see him, and like it's so wrong, but it's right. <laughs> so oh, I love that. It follows. Celine and she is 39 and her teenage daughter is obsessed with this band August Moon which is One Direction August Moon August Moon she takes them to this concert in Vegas it's like her daughter and like two of her friends and they have like backstage passes to go see the band they have like a meet and greet and they have the meet and greet and Hayes immediately looks at Celine and is like I want you you. you're hot as hell and she's like oh okay like you're 12 it's fine and she's like no I'm mm -mm, no like she thinks he's I know he's obviously I mean it's like Harry Styles he's beautiful but she's like you're 12 like I'm a mom we're not doing like whatever and he like tracks her down because she's like oh I own an art gallery you know he like whatever and so he kind of like tracks her down and she's like this is he's like come to lunch with me and she's like why like this is so crazy and he's like I know but just come to lunch with me it'll be fun and so they go to lunch and there's like instant sexual tension like oh "Oh, (laughs) my god the the hands on the thighs and it's just instantly like (laughs) oh my god they're instantly attracted to each other but she's like this is she just keeps being like this can't happen like this is crazy and he's like why not and she's like and she's a single mom she's divorced yeah. and it's just this this forbidden they they embark on this like forbidden love affair and he flies her everywhere that he is he's like come see me and she's running away from like all her responsibilities her daughter's like oh you know where are you going and she's like oh I have to go to a gallery for work in New York but really she's going to see him so she's going to be uh, see Harry Styles she's going to see Harry Styles <laughs> and they just like have sex all the time and they just are falling head over heels for each other but they actually like he literally falls in love with her and he's so sweet with her and it's just obsessed with her and she's like fighting it for a while and finally she's like no I really like him but she doesn't tell anybody obviously like how is she gonna tell people she's sleeping with Harry Styles Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so finally after this goes on for like months like a tab a paparazzi like outs I was gonna ask about the paparazzi oh yeah it was actually really interesting because they talk about the she must have done her research because they talk about like even going out to dinner they have to like coordinate security and go through the back doors of the kitchen and sure wear disguises yeah and stuff. that's so interesting and like that stuff would be so much fun to read it's yeah. so yeah. much fun it was so much fun to read because you think about i don't know i not like i think about dating a member of one direction but you think like oh my gosh yeah. it would be so fun but she also was like yeah. these fans are fucking insane like they, yeah. anyways they they find her his fans in the in the oh. world and her daughter is i mean like her daughter is obsessed with this band Oh, right. That's why she even knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She finds out that her, her mother is sleeping with, like, dating. her favorite Stop. member of this band. And she is heartbroken. And her Aww. ex-husband's like, what the fuck are you doing? And her co-owner at the gallery is like, what are you? Everyone's like, what is happening? Yeah. But they're all like, it's just sex. Like, it'll, you know. And then she's like, right, right. But, it, but it's not. They fall in love with each other. And it's very sweet. And I feel a little bit shameful. But, y'all, I just really, this was so much fun to read. Oh. So the ending was not I enjoy a, a classic happily ever after ending so you yes know. and also lower your expectations obviously <laughs> yes what I just course. said this is a this is a Harry Styles like fan fiction book so let's keep that in perspective but if you just want a really fun 
steamy, escapist read of like, yeah. I want a rom-com, but I want something kind of different. Right. I think this would be... It's, that sounds exactly what it is. Yeah. Like exactly what it is. It's not yeah. winning any literary award. Okay. But it's <laughs> a fun, it's a fun yeah. But it's fun. It's a fun one. Yes. Um. Okay. Anna, do you want to do one? Yes. Okay. So I have a few to add to this rom-com okay. slash like just not dark okay. contemporary okay. romance. Cool. Um, okay. So the first one, Royally Not Ready by Megan <gasps> Quinn, which I, okay. we all love. Mm. Not so me cute. Yes. So I was like, okay, well, I got to read this one. Yeah. I'm so excited to read this. I love this. It was so much fun. Yeah. Okay, so I will say same, exactly the same issue, but I was able to get past it. The same issue I had with the beginning of Not So Me Cute. Mm. I just found the heroine, like the main character to be, female character to be just kind of annoying. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't mind like a vulgar, brash female lead. Like I, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. It felt like, because it's kind of like a makeover Princess Diaries type situation. Yes. It felt like so over the head mm. that I was like, okay, I, we get it. Like she's okay. not, you know, She's not royal material. Polite and like, yeah. yeah, she doesn't, you know, know how oh, to keep her pinky up. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thankfully, we turned a corner rather quickly. Okay. But anyways, so the premise is we have Lily. She runs, <laughs> so funny. She literally runs a white, like a wet t-shirt type thing. <laughs> Like, like a like, contest? It's like in like yeah, like in Florida. I think it's Miami. I can't remember. But yeah, so like basically she has like this truck and they do like she probably it's like probably like spring break type stuff where she and her friend they sell t-shirts, but then like they hose you down, they do like contests or whatever. Okay. And it opens with like this, and then this guy in like a dark, like this sexy man in like a dark suit comes up and he's like, hands her a card and he's like, Hey, I need to talk with you. And she's like, Who okay, dude? Yeah. And yeah. and he's like, and he says her mom's name and her mother, both of her parents have passed away oh okay so anyways so very quickly it's like the last remaining heir of this totally oh, made-up country oh, that i Genovia. still can't pronounce yes <laughs> yeah Geneva. Aldovia. What, Geneva. what is it well Maldovia. Ge- Genovia, yeah oh yeah aldovia is the netflix one yeah. aldovia right. yes. yes that's the so netflix think one. of princess diaries okay like that netflix christmas show the prince you know what I'm talking the about? The Prince of, like, yes, yes. I've watched all of them many yes, times. Yes, many times. Okay, yes. and there's like four yes. now and she's like pregnant and had a baby. Like, yes, yes, I know. Like that, was okay. that was last year's. Yes, <laughs> yes, that was last year's, yes. She was pregnant, year. yeah. Mm-hmm. So this we is know. literally like Princess Diaries meets that. Oh, here for it. Here like, for all she of gets it. whisked off to like, but like basically but what like should be like. very steamy, like from what I've heard. This is very steamy. Yes, this is the Netflix meets Princess Diaries with sex. Ooh. Fun. And not just like a little bit. We are talking like it is a dom sub. Interesting. Oh. And that is not normally my thing, but I was very here for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my God. I am And it was really well done. Well, I mean, I don't read a lot of that, so like maybe there's people out there who read more. No, than I've like, heard really like good. It. I've heard really good things. About I this really line. enjoyed it. It's just funny. It's light, but so steamy. So yes. Lily is the to be princess, right. and then Keller is like her bodyguard slash like the person. He's basically like he says, he calls himself kind of like the adopted son of like, so it's her grandparents are the rulers okay. and they have like kind of like a it's not tragic but there's they have four kids and something has happened to all four of them where basically either they're not necessarily deceased but there's nobody to take the throne okay and her okay. parents her mother was the last was the baby of the family and she gave up all of her royal duties and came to america and met her husband and had lily and then okay. they passed away tragically in a car accident okay so she goes here and basically 
basically her grandfather is very is, is sick but he doesn't want her to know that mm-hmm. so they've taken her to like a secluded place because they don't want the paparazzi or anybody to know and they're like we just we want you to see if you like it we are not going to force you mm-hmm. we've already like we lost your mother and we it was a kind of a strange relationship mm-hmm. you know he want the grandfather and the grandmother really do care about her and they're okay. like you are not forced to do this just yeah. try it out and if it's just not for you it. that's fine yeah but she feels so close to her mother and she realizes all these things that she did growing up all these holiday traditions or like little things that her like baking things that mm-hmm. she would with her mom were all rooted in like where her mother grew up and she didn't know oh, it how oh, sweet. and yeah. so there's all these little things that she starts to feel like really close to her mom and she's in this secluded old rundown castle and she's with Keller and like two other bodyguards uh-huh. I kind of love it because she's the one who's like pushing Keller it's the opposite oh, oh also wait I love that it's like bodyguard like princess romance yeah that's also a trope I yeah, really love yeah and he's love. like this is inappropriate I can't do this I'm basically a peasant in your royalty I would be above my station and he resists it so much until he doesn't <laughs> until he doesn't I think the line is out there you're queen but in the bedroom I'm the king and, like, <laughs> and I was like feminism just went out the window <laughs> really sweet like he's not I think that's why I like it because he's not like a traditional it doesn't he's so caring and he like really appreciates her Mm -hmm. and I don't know he's like a grumpy sunshine in the best way yeah I just loved the story and of course there's like the third act miscommunication blah 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 there's a leak in the castle and she gets outed and paparazzi blah 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 but it sounds so fun I enjoyed it so much I cannot wait to read it I loved a not so me cute and Christina, you would love, love a not I know, so that's like It's right, right up your alley. Yes. Akatar, yeah. And I've heard Royally Not Ready is so good, so steamy. Christina, uh, Miranda yes. has read it and said yes, it was Miranda so good. Yes, Miranda loved it. someone else mentioned this. Yes, okay, Yes, okay. Miranda loved it. And it's it's good. It's good. So the other one I quickly want to mention is uh, two really fast. So Charmed by Laura Pavlov. I uh-huh. think it's the third in the Willow Springs kind of like series. Okay. They each follow one of four best friends. They're standalones, but I guess there's probably some but it's they're all happily ever after it's like it doesn't you know what I mean it's like you right. can it's not gonna get kind of ruined yes so I just picked this one because it's the newest one and it was all over book talk okay and so I was like okay well I'll just do that one sure it's not my normal cup of tea it's just not my normal type of read mm-hmm. it has steam but like I needed a few more paragraphs to make it worth my while it was just kind of like a very more traditional sweet enemies to lovers mm-hmm. um she comes from like oil money it's like Texas she she's in Dallas she oh. comes from like oil very wealthy oil money okay. her father's a complete asshole uh-huh i think she's like i don't I want to say she's like at smu basically okay. uh, which is oh, okay. a college in dallas college listeners in dallas, yeah. and um she gets the coveted internship at this pr firm okay, okay. and it's her parents arch enemy oh no he dun, yeah dun, so dun. he's like a few years older but not by a lot it's not a big age gap thing yeah not like 20 and 39 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <not> like, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. he hates her family she hates his family but she's very like i can put aside our differences because this is important for my career right okay. right and he like wants to make her life a living hell but he's not it's not this like asshole he's he's not he really isn't because i think i would have just immediately stopped reading yeah but it's sweet there's of course these few moments where he it's not touch you and all unalive but it's you don't talk to her that way and like he Ooh, ends up I love that. And, like storms yeah. yeah like 
he's really close with his family. He has three brothers, and one of them is a twin, and <gasps> that had a sister. So Kim, I will just tell you this, but there's not. It's not the graphic. She she gets um sick with cancer, but many many years earlier, and okay. has passed away since. That's and that's part of the reason. There's a story back history there with why he oh. hates her father so much. Oh. So that's Charmed by Laura Pavlov. I am downloading that one. That sounds really Yes, that gnarly. one. And I yeah. kind of, honestly, I feel like it's a good palate cleanser. Yes. Okay, I don't yeah. go read the other ones. Um, last one, the only reason I want to mention it is because I already talked about the first one in the Miles High Club by Teal Swan. Oh, yes. Yeah, I just read The Do Over, which is follows the youngest brother, Christopher. So again, uh-huh. I read these all out of order. I haven't even read the, the middle two. I read the first and the last. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Yeah. And the only reason I want to bring it up, listeners, is because it was fun, but I felt like the main character has like whiplash it follows Christopher and Hayden basically his brothers challenge him and are like Christopher you're never gonna grow up you only like there's you're it's impossible for you to live without like money and so he says challenge accepted I'm gonna only take two thousand dollars and I'm going to go basically live in hostels for a year around Europe okay and okay. they all laugh him off so he goes and meets a girl okay and she of course has been like comes from nothing is say has been saving for this trip Aww. and he basically doesn't let on to as to like where he really comes from yeah Yes. Yeah, right. There's a whole romance there. I won't get into all the specifics. Okay. I I, I do like it because there is there's like it's not like third act miscommunication. There's like miscommunications along the way, but it's done in I don't know. I I, I didn't dislike that. It was mm-hmm. it was okay. done kind of well. Realistically, what yeah. bothered me was just kind of the writing was disjointed a little bit. Okay. And okay. I felt like the main character when he was sweet, he was so sweet and fun, but then he would just be like he was just like an asshole. Yeah. And I was like, okay. it came out of left field, and it was kind of like because it was so ringing. I would just I would skim over it yeah yeah if yeah. that makes sense. But yeah, so, it does. I just like listeners, I just wanted to update you on that series because I've, I've seen it all, all over. Yeah, it's been very Everywhere, popular. like BookTok and Instagram. And it's fine. It's not, and like the steam is okay, mm-hmm. but it's, it's if you're looking for like a steamy romance, that's not what I would go with. Okay. okay. So there's Good better job. ones out there. Yeah. There are better ones out there, okay, in my cool. opinion. But it's it serves a purpose. Yeah, for sure. So my last two are, this one is called Too Good to Be True. I don't know who it by. Um... <laughs> But you can look it up and it's on Kindle Unlimited. Sorry about that. It is a mystery thriller romance. And I'm just going to okay. read because it is like very twisty. I want to be careful with like what twisty. I say. So I'm okay. going to. Okay. So no spoilers. No Got spoilers. It. But I'm going to read the synopsis. But I, I'm reading the synopsis because I want to be careful about how much I yeah. reveal. Got it. So this follows Sky Starling. Love that name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> So it says, Sky Starling is overjoyed when her boyfriend, Burke Michaels, proposes after a whirlwind courtship. Though Sky okay. seems to have the world at her fingertips, she's smart, beautiful, and from a well-off family. She's also battled crippling OCD ever since her mother's death when she was 11, and her romantic oh. relationships have suffered as a result. But now Burke, handsome, older, and more emotionally mature than any man she's met before, says he wants her forever. <gasps> Except Burke isn't who he claims to be, and interspersed letters to his therapist reveal the truth. He's happily married and using Sky for his own deceptive ends. No! In a third perspective, set 30 years earlier, a scrappy 17-year-old named Heather is determined to end things with Burke, a local bad boy, and make a better life for herself in New York City. But can her adolescent love stay firmly in her past, or will he find his way into her future? On a collision course she doesn't see coming, Sky throws herself into wedding planning as Burke's schemes grow ever more twisted. But of course, even the best laid plans can go astray. And just when you think you know where the story is going, you'll discover 
remember there's more than one way to spin the truth. What? Okay. Y'all, this book was insane, but like in the most believable way. Like the, some of the other books I yeah. talked about, it was like yeah. some of the twists I was like, okay, this is, <laughs> but this one was, oh my God. I went in knowing nothing. I just, it had been recommended. I downloaded it. I started yeah. it and I was like, oh my God, he's married. Cause he like writes letters to his therapist and he's yeah. like, you told us to like write these journal entries to, like for Heather sure. and I to work on our marriage. And so I'm writing them and like, here's what's going on. I met this girl. And then it flashes back to Heather's perspective. And she's like 16 in this small town with oh her loser boyfriend, Burke. And oh she God. starts nannying for this really wealthy family. And the mom is like, you can do better than him. Like you're, you have aspirations. Like I'm going to help you get somewhere in life. And she's like, yes, mm -hmm. I want to be you. I want to be a wealthy yeah. housewife and like, goodbye Burke it all comes together so like there's all these different stories right and they all kind of like come together in one and it is a wild twisty I'm just gonna read this review because this okay really sums it up yeah. this is one of those books that falls into the less you say the less you know the better so to that end all I'm going to say is this is one clever little mind trip highly absorbing <gasps> and wildly entertaining if you like getting sucked so completely into a story that you lose track of time this might be <laughs> one you want to consider oh my god there is no agenda no messages no sermon just a good original well plotted thriller with one amazing twist that completely took me by surprise wow. and that sums up exactly how I feel about this book I just okay. like I read that and I was like this she sounds so up. fun it's yeah, so this is fun crazy. you guys it's almost like gone girly it sounds like it like, is yeah. like it's very twisty but it's just like yeah it's and like there is steam between like Sky and Burke and they're dating and stuff but it's not like yeah. really about that it's more just yeah these stories. it's got a good plot it's got such a great plot you will not like the tw the twist comes and you're like oh <gasps> what but it's so believable and well yeah, done mm -hmm. that I just absolutely loved it I could not put it down I thought it, the writing was really fantastic the plot was fantastic the yeah. twist again like I know I'm repeating myself but sometimes these like these twists just like aren't they're very outlandish totally. and so you're, right. you're in it and you're like okay I'm I'm in it I'm, I'm yeah. seeing what we're doing here don't really understand how this would logistically work yeah but fine it 100% oh, cool. is so realistic and like That's real so cool. but you just never see it coming yeah and the way that their stories all interspersed and how they're connected is so interesting and well done. I freaking loved it. That sounds so cool. Absolutely. This one and the next one, if you pick up any from my recommendations, please, please pick. Even if you don't normally like kind of yeah. thrillers, yeah. I, it's not really a thriller. Right. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So that is Too Good to Be True. I, oh, I believe her name is Carola something. Okay. Fantastic. I cannot wait to read more by her. I'm obsessed with that book. So that was Too Good to Be True. Okay. My last book, you guys, and my favorite. Oh my God. Oh my God. So in our our last episode I talked about a series called The Deal with the Devil by Elizabeth yes. O'Rourke okay, and yeah. that was like a romance series yes. that was freaking fantastic ignore the covers again I don't know what some of these authors are doing with these covers <laughs> but she also <laughs> writes under the name L. O'Rourke and she writes a completely different genre and this is called Parallel by L. O'Rourke and it is a time travel reincarnation Ooh. romance interesting Ooh. like parallel like a previous lives type of thing this was high Highly, highly recommended. So this follows Quinn. Quinn is a normal young woman living a normal life about to be married to her childhood sweetheart. Nick is a neurologist who is afraid of commitment and keeps stopping himself from taking the step next step with his current girlfriend. The problem is both of them have been having very weird vivid dreams lately about each other. They dream about a past life where they were married in love and they wake up feeling guilty every single day as they look to their sleeping partners next to them. They shouldn't oh. be in love with someone who doesn't even exist. The closer Quinn gets to her wedding the worse these dreams get. She ends up passing out and her mom 
mom is terrified for her, so they take her to a neurologist. Oh. At the hospital, that neurologist is Nick. They immediately <gasps> recognize each other. They've been dreaming about each other their entire lives without knowing each other in no. real life. And now they have to figure That's out why this is happening. Incredible. And why does it feel like they have been in love all along? This was oh my so God. good. It was magic. Like, it makes you believe in, like, soulmates. I am, like, so oh in my God, Oh, my God. I want to read this. She's yeah. been dreaming about Nick since she was a little girl. Like, she would wake oh, up and be oh like, Nick. And her mom would be like, who's Nick? And she would be like, my husband. Like, a th- her, as like a three-year-old. She'd be like sobbing, being like, I miss Nick. And her mom would be like, who's Nick? And she'd be like, oh my, my God, husband. What? And wow. so oh she learned like very quickly to stop telling her mom these things because yeah. her mom obviously has get, this, like, like concerned. Upset and yeah. so she just like tampers it down and acts like it stopped happening. But she's dreamed about him her whole life, about this life that they had in London wow. together. But they don't oh live in London. God. She's never met yeah. Nick. And it all like comes together, and oh my, <gasps> this love story is just—it's oh so sweet. It's about love through like time, and it doesn't matter. Oh. And it was very like I'll find you oh. to whatever end. Oh, it kind of reminds me of Time Traveler's Wife a little bit. Like it yes. sounds a little bit like Time yes. Traveler's Wife, which I love. I yes. love that book. It was a little bit similar to that, but more I guess modern and yes. more modern day. Right, because yeah. I think like she travels through like different time periods, but Quinn just travels to her alternate life with Nick. So like yes. she'll wake up and be in London with Nick, but oh cool. She's never lived in London with Nick. Whoa. They are living like a different So she's life. in her dream when she oh God, when, so she's when she's dreaming, dreaming. She's or dreaming. she if something triggers her, she'll pass out, go into <gasps> go this that. dream world. Whoa. Oh but God, it's like so a cool. real life and she'll like know things about Nick and he's like, "How did you know that about me?" And she was like, <gasps> "I don't know." I'm, like oh. like he had a twin brother who wow. passed away and he's just things that she shouldn't know that like nobody yeah. would know about him because she knows from the parallel guys it was just that's so cool the sweetest most magical unique love story Aww. oh it will literally make you believe in i mean i know it's a fiction yeah. story but i was like they're soulmates like they're meant to be oh. together oh my god i'm so oh, it in. is that's... so unique please please pick this up even if you're not into that kind of stuff it's yeah. done in yeah. such a way that it's so it's more about their story than like, the logistics of you know how she right like, you don't have to believe in yeah. that kind of stuff too sure no 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 yeah it's just so well done and like their connection and their love for each other is just so sweet and it's actually a duet so there is parallel and intersect and those follow Quinn and Nick and you will have to pick up intersect because parallel kind of ends in a little bit of a cliffhanger okay okay and then there's a third and fourth book in the series that follow that's a prequel duet that I haven't picked up yet and okay. follow somebody that you meet in parallel oh. I really want you guys to read it I think you would love it I'm very excited to read it Aww. I really am I want to read it too so that's my that's my last and my my best last and best last save and the best, best for last yeah okay Anna okay so I'm gonna finish us up with some classic fantasy classic. <laughs> this is not dark this is <laughs> <laughs> this is not reverse harem. This is no just tentacles good old here. No tentacles. Fantasy. No Francis. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get over it. Okay, so first I want to give an update because when I, and this happened again this time, listeners, which I'll get to in a second, for some reason, the last book I decide to read ends up being my favorite and I can't finish it before we record. That's okay. That's okay. So Lady of Darkness by Melissa Rorick is the series I I recommended to you guys in our last Kindle Limited. I was like, okay, guys, but I've only read like half of it. Yes. Uh Well, 
I finished all three books that are out in one week. Yes. I could not put it down. <gasps> I can't wait it to pick this up. so fun. The world building. I mean, it's just, I love it. It's got all these different, um, I think when I started last time, I was like, oh, it's just Faye and humans. Nope. There are, nope. I think there's shifters, there's vampires. I believe there's like something else. But anyways, it, but it's not, and I'm not here to like, we're not here to... <laughs> to talk about Jennifer Armentrout, but I will say if the big, pro one of the issues that we have with the From Blood and Ash series was just kind of how confusing some of the world building and all the different species of paranormal fantasy mm -hmm. yes. characters. Yeah. And changing them to a point where it just got very confusing. Uh-huh. Lady of Darkness has all these different classic fantasy paranormal characters and it is not confusing at all. Oh, I yeah. love that. Everybody just has their very traditional, this is what you are, this is how you behave, and we're not going to do too much about it. It's already yep. canon. Love it. Like okay. in every other series. Yeah. So I really like that. Every book kind of ends on like a cliffhanger. And as you keep reading, not like crazy cliffhangers, but uh -huh. there's like, you know, you, you want to pick up the next book. Sure. There is obviously something going on with our main female lead. I really appreciated it for the conversations. I'm drawing a complete blank because I read this a month and a half ago on the two main characters' names for some reason. I just appreciate that the conversations they had would happen in real time. Yeah. There wasn't like a a lot of miscommunication. There'd be things that would get somebody angry, but they would talk it out. Yeah. Or if they were angry, it was justified and it was done in a way that it didn't annoy me if they stayed mad because it was was realistic. Like it need yes. they needed to have that anger right, and work right. through it, if that makes sense. I will just say one little negative thing is not negative, but I noticed a couple, I would say two times where I was like, whoa, this is very similar to Akatar. Okay. Oh yeah. I just had to kind of That's like fine. acknowledge that nugget and yeah. then let it go. And then, and and then, and then I was and let it yes. go. So I will just say that and it is fun. Cool. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad you ended up liking the series because I know the fourth one comes out, I think in like three days. <gasps> oh, exciting. <laughs> so I'm really excited. Oh, yay. Okay. So there's that one. The other one I want to mention, two more, Duel with a Vampire Lord Okay. by Elise, I think it's Elise Kova. Oh, yes. 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 This is part of her Married to Magic um, series. Okay. It's, I don't know which one it is. They're all standalones. They all take place in the same universe. Yeah. The first one is like Deal with the Elf King, oh, which right. I read years ago. Okay. Duel with the Vampire Lord is out, was, was all over TikTok, which is why I picked it up. I skipped, I think, the second or third book. Okay. I really like it. It follows Reuven and Florine. Florine lives in like a town that basically kind of is the barrier between the human realm and like the vampire realm. And Got their it. whole job is like vampires are evil. She's part of like this family line of blacksmiths and they're mm -hmm. very sacred jobs and they make all this, the silver weapons okay. to like kill the vampires. Oh. But you quickly realize within the first few chapters, because she leaves the compound. Yeah. And she's not supposed to. Yeah. Ends up with the vampire lord. Yeah. Things are not all that as they seem. <gasps> the vampires that you see running around come across as very like zombie-like. Okay. And then when she gets captured, there's all these things that start to happen. And obviously everything she was told is not the truth. There's yeah. lies within the yeah. truth and truth within the lies. Yes. And, um, this reminds me of King of Battle and Blood a little bit. It is kind of, yeah. Like that not everything is as it seems. It's really it was fun it's just like I said it's a standalone so the plot moves very quickly uh -huh. you kind of have to like forgive some of the quick romance sure. stuff like that um it's got some steam but it's not like a super super steamy book but got it's it. tension and I I know I really enjoyed it it was okay. really kind of like a fun yeah vampire book to read love that the final book is the one I am I'm maybe like halfway or two-thirds of the way through it's called Court of Blood and Bindings okay it is by Lisette Marshall okay and 
and I am loving it. Oh, yay! I kept putting it off because I was like, I don't know why, just something wasn't grabbing me. Yeah. As soon as I started it, though, it's, I really, she's taking her time to build the world. Okay. It's It's a little slower. Yeah. There is the enemies to lovers. It follows, we have Emmeline and Corian. And Corian is also known as, like, Silent Death is, like, his, like, fae soldier okay. name. got it. And so Emmeline is in the human realm. Okay. And we know that she has magic, and it's a big secret because humans aren't supposed to have magic. Mm. So immediately you're like, hmm, something, mm, something else up. is afoot. Something's amiss here. <laughs> yeah. But the magic system is cool. It's all related to colors. Right. So red is for destruction, yellow for change, and blue for healing. Kind of like the primary colors. Oh, I love that. So she, like, to destroy something, for example, like, she has to, if she wants to destroy something, she has to touch the color red, and she basically sucks red out, and then can channel that magic. If she oh. wants to heal it, then she's got to touch something blue and channel it. And then over time, I guess the color will return to whatever item she touched. Got it. Depending on how much magic she uses. Okay. And of course, like eventually she starts to learn how to use her magic and like she realizes that some things require, you know, a little bit of blue and yellow and it kind of creates like a green color or red and yellow. interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. And of course, immediately she gets whisked off to the Fey realms by the silent death. Yes. It's interesting because he can't talk. So his speech has been taken from him. He can't talk? So all of their communication is him writing. <gasps> and it kind of adds this sense of, you know, you're you're frustrated. He's a lot of him looking at her and shrugging and like being frustrated with her and him yeah. being frustrated because he can't speak. Yeah. But he writes everything out. She starts, she knows basic sign language from like a person that she knew in the human realm. Aww. And she tries to teach it to him. That's really He sweet. has a very dark past because he's like 500 years old. Okay. So she has a really hard time forgiving him, but she's battling with herself because she's kind of becoming attracted to him. Okay, but like okay. he has a dark past. And yeah. I don't know yet how much of it's true and what is not true. Yeah. So like I said, I haven't finished, but I yeah. am really enjoying it. Oh, that's so fun. It's got so much tension. We've had a <gasps> little bit of break in the tension, a Yay! little bit of steam, but it's the first book and it's uncompleted. It's literally sold as like a steamy fay romance, it. but there's hasn't been. It's been mostly tension. Okay, and okay. I'm okay with that. Like sure. it is done well. It's yes. the Fay Isles, I think, is the name of the series. Okay. But it, the first one is called A Court of Blood and Bindings by Lisette Marshall, and I, I will update it. you guys next time. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, and I love that. That magic system sounds so cool. Yeah, I really am enjoying it. I'm like can't get wait to get into bed and finish it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, I definitely want to download that. Oh my gosh, so fun. I feel like we had, you had some good ones. Like you had some ones that you like. There were some ones that I like. It was, you know, I think last time I had more. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I think I'm going to have, I'm going to change up. I think of how I, I might try and tackle some different genres. Sure. This next time. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I think I got really wrapped up into the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. I truly, y'all, there are some <laughs> crazy books out there. And there are some crazy and I, there were some, I just was like, I'm not even going to yeah, recommend no. this. <laughs> Life is too short to waste time on books that you're yeah. not you're not 100% feeling um okay so I think that That's wraps it. up our recommendations yeah. for this episode we had some really good ones our next episode will be a court of thorns, a and, court roses. Of thorns and roses <laughs> finally so 
excited. Oh my gosh. Almost took us like over 18 months to do this series on our podcast, but we are so excited. Um, so yes, that will be our next episode coming out in a couple of weeks. We are so excited to do that. If you want any more information about any of the books that we talked about, I will mm -hmm. leave a list in the description this time along with we'll do timestamps of different genres. Yes. But because we didn't want to be here for three hours, we kind of had to move quickly. So if you have any questions about trigger warnings or magic systems or plot about any of the books, please feel free to DM us on Instagram at Flights of Fantasy yes. Podcast. We would love to chat with you about these books, but we tried to keep them as quick as possible for time's sake. But yes, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Flights of Fantasy Podcast and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, cheers and happy reading. Cheers, listeners. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Yay!